Hello everybody and welcome to Two Random Nerds Talk About the MCU Phase 3. My name is Connor. My name is Harry. Hello, hello, hello. Um, we're going to rank it and talk about yeah. it. It's what dun, we do. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yes, MCU Phase Three, which was a which was a decent one. Let's um, remind people of our ranking. It it starts at the bottom, doesn't it, Harry? It does. With worst movie ever. Worst movie ever. Yeah, and then it moves on up to forgettable. Forgettable. Yeah, which can sometimes be worse, but who knows. Um, you then could argue that, to be fair. Yeah, then there's the middling one, which is just a movie. Yep, which that's just... just is what it is. It is, yep. What it is. And then there's another one, which is... This is pretty good, actually. <gasps> Love that. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that one. Um, so then there's Unmissable. Unmissable. And then there's best movie ever. Best movie ever. So, uh, how are you, Harry? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, buddy. Um, got an ear infection. That's interesting to say. But apart from that, I'm great. How are you? Super duper looper. Wow, scuba. you're super duper and you're looper. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. that's a that's a big statement to make right there. I know. Um, so let's let. Shall we get on with this? Shall we talk? Yeah, let's just let's just crack on. Let's talk about the MCU phase three, which was the first phase we got to watch when we knew each other. It was shit. Yeah. Um, because Ant Man came out shortly before we met. Yes. And then the first one we would have seen together if, if it was civil would have been Civil War. Wow. It was Civil War. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Kind of is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the starting off point then for Phase um, 3 is Captain America Civil War in 2016. I mean, what a strong start for Phase 3 as well. Like, that was... that was um, What a, a cinema experience. It's a great film. Great film. I um, haven't rewatched it in a while, I won't lie. I've rewatched um, it this year. It's great. I love it. Okay. Every now and then I'm like, I want to watch it again. But I won't because let's, let's not, you know, burn out on it. But it's a great film. It's, it's got, it's, I mean, it's just very well written. Really and well written. It's got some really good action sequences. So some nice well, cinematography and kind of like um, it's. I uh, I think it does go messy with the cinematography. It's very handheld. Like I liked it in the Winter Soldier. Mm. They went too much with it in Civil War, but I I didn't fair. I didn't hate it. I liked the um, they had a comic book homages in terms of like. You had the famous have you read Civil War the the graphic novel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the obviously the shot of uh, Cap versus Iron Man and the, well, that's uh, with something the shield. That's apparent in. Um, I think it's isn't it in every single Captain America film? There's like an iconic sort of I think shot. So. Like I can't think of one specifically from the first one. I know they do the punching Hitler thing, obviously. Yeah. Um, which is a comic cover. Um, but in the second one, they have the um, you know Bucky punching the shield, or the Winter Soldier punching the shield. 
Yeah. Which is a comic image. And then obviously they have the um, Iron Man shooting the shield in the little, yeah. I'm close oh, of course, up. Of course they do. Of course they do. How do I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. What, is, what do you mean, of course they do what? The, the, the Which one? The... No, as in, as you were saying, the more I didn't realise there's, like you said, there's one in every... I think I think it, uh, that film. was something I saw. I don't know if it was... I couldn't remember if it was there's one in every single Captain America film or there's one in every film that the Russo brothers directed. Right, okay. Um, I was trying to think, what's in Infinity War and um, Endgame that is like... I mean, there's the, the, the planet that Thanos throws... That's such a. That's I remember. Comic. That's such a good bit as well. That's yeah, not, so not, good. Yeah, but we're not there yet. So, uh, Captain America: Civil War is best movie ever. Oh yeah, there's not even a shadow of a doubt. There's, yeah, there's not a conversation that needs to be had in terms of where we put it. It's it's. Um, I think it, I think it was really a start of a really good peak for. It was a good run of the MCU stories. Like, it was also the introduction of uh, of Black Panther into the MCU and brought Spider Man into the MCU. Yes, um, I think I saw Civil War like three times in the cinema as well. Really? Yeah. I, probably, I, I think I, I saw it. I might have seen it twice. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where that belongs. That's a good, good, strong start. Um, what about Doctor Strange? Also you in twenty sixteen. I, I like Doctor Strange. No, I don't. I don't dislike it. Um. I think I think it's had a it gets a bad rap sometimes I think I think it's just that there's a lot of like I know one of the things that people have said mostly about it is it's quite boring uh, yeah in I that, think in the sense that not a lot actually happens no I think I think the stronger parts of it are definitely the visuals and um Cumberbatch as strange himself I think as a as a story it can be a little forgettable, but, it's one but of, as a whole, I don't think it, I'd class it as forgettable. If it's that one sense. of the most formulaic of the Marvel movies. Yeah, you could tell me this was in Phase 2, for example, or Phase 1. Maybe not Phase 1, but Phase 2. Well, Ant-Man was the first time that everyone was like, oh, this is following a formula. Yeah, and it then, feels along those lines. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm leaning more towards just a movie than this is pretty good, actually. But I know I don't. I, I know I've had a, like, some good times watching this film. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, I, I do really enjoy it every time I watch it. I've seen it a couple of times. And I remember watching it with um, Maddie when she first watched the MCU last year and really enjoying it. But then I couldn't. I couldn't tell you any like standout moments, for example, or anything that makes me go, "Oh yeah, do you remember that bit?" So I, I'd, I'd probably say just the movie, personally. Yeah. Not to say it's bad. But... No, no, that's 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 fair. That that's entirely fair for that film. Um. Next up, we have Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Two. I'd be very interested to hear your take on this because a lot of people don't like this film. You know I like this film. I know I a lot of people don't film. like this, but I love it. It's great. Um, I don't know. It's not. As, I don't think. I think each Guardians film is not not worse, but like not as good as the previous one. Yeah, I think I think the strongest one is the first one, without a doubt. Um, um, I did love the third one as well. So they're sort of all in like the same. They're very. Good. It's a very good trilogy. Like it's just they're just three very good films. Yeah. 
Um, there are probably parts of this film that I don't, I'm not 100% on with, but I can't really think of anything. All I can think about is how much I really, like, I, I enjoy watching it. Like, and it yeah. it really um made Rocket more of a likable character. Not that he wasn't oh. likable in the first one, but more gave him more depth. Yeah. So when I think I think it definitely helped as well for when you ended up seeing him in Infinity War and Endgame, you felt. At least for me, I felt more like I knew the character more, so I didn't mind spending time with him away from the rest of the Guardians, because this film very much helped us understand him a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say unmissable. I think. Yeah, I feel like that's that's about that's about right. It also, you know, it made um it made Nebula more sympathetic. Yes. Um, yep. Start of that arc for Ebula, for Ebula, for Nebula as well. It has Kurt Russell expositing everywhere, just, just and in a, every scene, and ejaculating everywhere as well, all across the ca- all across the galaxy, the universe. Disgusting. <laughs> um, but it has some good, 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 good things going for it. Yeah, Yondu, so. Yondu was on his at his peak. Fantastic. Um, soundtrack as well and and in terms of the mixtape and just the the film score Mm -hmm. um i think was really really good um i think i think they all i think all the actors perform really well as well but standouts for me were like chris pratt uh zoe saldana um i really liked kind of the relationship they go on in this film in particular i really like there's that there's that i can't remember what it is that rocket says to um Peter Quill when they first get get on the ship and he's like he's like some something along the lines of like you've got problems and he's like of course I do that's my freaking father <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene <laughs> yeah I think I think I know one some people's um uh thing they don't like and I was talking to this with a friend at work the other day is the bit where uh, ego talks about putting the tumour in Quill's mother's head and, and it's like immediately followed by a joke. And I know a lot of people found that a bit Is it? distasteful, I think. Yeah. I don't remember it personally, but I had this, this conversation. I mean, it goes the other from day. it's not with me. I feel like it goes from he says that and then like Peter Quill like attacks him straight away. I mean that's the joke I is he turns thought, himself yeah. into David Hasselhoff. Oh, maybe that's what like it was after then. he after Peter shoots him loads of times. Oh. But I mean, look, but that's I, not I, like I don't. Doesn't take me out at the moment. No, it's an, it's an MCU I, film. They've got to be constantly like stimulating. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I just have a bloody good time with it every yeah. time. I, every time I watch it, I really enjoy myself. So, no, unmissable um, for me still. Yeah, unmissable. Good. Um, next, next up is uh, his first outing, solo outing in the MCU, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Now, I feel like this is going to be a hot take, right? And I will say up front... Yeah, because I do you're wrong, to, if you're going to yeah. say anything negative. I do, need to, I do need to re-watch this, and I will re-watch this. Um, this isn't my favourite of the of the Holland trilogy. You're wrong, but okay, it, carry on. <laughs> it's probably my least favourite. Not you're in wrong, a bad way. On. Not in a bad way. It's a very, very good film. And the one thing that when I last watched it, I really appreciated and took away from it is it genuinely, now especially now I'm reading the comics um, month to month, it really does just feel like the character from the comics. Like you can see um, 
how they've paid homage to it and spun it in their own way. And I like the fact it's set while he's in high school and, and um, the relationship between him and Ned and the scene with him and Michael Keaton in the car is oh, Michael will Keaton always be a great scene. Hands down, one of the best MCU villains. Um, like his portrayal is brilliant, and the, like the writing for that character, and it all works. Like I mean, the specifics about that—that's that scene where he goes from being like, because I've—I I mean, you, I shared um, one of his videos with you recently, but totally not Mark has a really good video about the Holland trilogy. Oh yeah, I've started. Um, I started watching it yesterday. I couldn't finish it. Well, he has. But I did. His first video is on the um, Raimi trilogy. His second video is on the Amazing Spider-Man. And his third video is on. Um, this one yeah so i've just done i've just finished him talking about spider-man one starting to talk about spider-man two really interesting as well he really goes in depth with that no yeah his um um i don't know which one it is it's the second in his um spider-man 2 review he um references the weekly planet nice well he specifically references mr sunday movies um but like what i like in comparison to that is whereas they they're talking about the films as comic book like as just like comic book fans but like sort of casual yeah. Like even though they're not casual fans, they see it seems feels more like that. So when you watch like their Caravan of Garbages, for example, yeah. they're talking about it more about like, oh yeah, this is what I liked about the film, this is what I didn't like. Um here's and then they're trying to they're more trying to be entertaining while they're talking about it, whereas with totally not Mark stuff, he's like a video essayist, so it's like he goes full in depth on it and he also makes it personal as well. Yeah. And I mean I loved his spider I watched all all three of them in one night. Nice. Cause I, yeah, like, I, no, literally, I, I literally only stopped because I had to do something at work. But otherwise, I would have literally wa- probably watched all three there and then. He's also a massive Dragon Ball fan. Totally not Mark. Oh, nice. So I don't know if you, when you watch the video, sometimes he uses his animated avatar. Oh, I mean, I went on his uh, before I watched the video. I went on his like videos that he's made, and I saw the yeah. amount of Dragon Ball. Oh no, he's, he's currently made. doing. He's currently going arc by arc on Dragon Ball Z, and it's like his most anticipated video series ever. Oh wow! Like he's delayed the. They were coming out weekly, but he's delayed the most recent one because it's too much. It's like going to be. It's probably going to be like an hour and a half long. Yeah. Like he's a massive Dragon Ball fan, um, and that's how I found him. And then I saw he'd done Spider Man reviews. So I was like, oh shit, cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, the way it goes from like, um, you'll know more. I mean, I can't really go too in depth in it, but like when you watch the video on this trilogy, you'll sort of get what I'm saying. But it goes from like. Peter being like, well, I'm nothing without, you know, the suit. And it's about him then figuring out, you know, who he is himself. Yeah. Because it's always about Peter Parker always wants to have everything. But he can't. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's very much that, okay, so now I've got my good, now I've got, you know, okay, now I'm going to put Spider-Man aside and I'm just going to be Peter Parker. Because, like, I've got, I've lost the suit. I'm no longer Spider-Man. He ha- he still has that part of his journey to learn. Yeah. Um. Cause that's what it's like when P- when Tony Stark takes the suit away from him. He's basically like, "Well, I'm not Spider-Man anymore." Yeah, exactly. Um, because he really thinks he is just the suit, and then he goes about his life, and it's like, "Oh, everything's picking up for him." I spoke to um, what's her name, Liz, and now I'm like, "Oh, now we're going to the the dance. Now this is all great. Everything's hunky dory in my life." And then you know he goes to a house, and then who opens the door? But it's the Vulture, and it's like everything comes crashing back down, and then it's like the whole. That scene when they're in the car is brilliant. Like, where the, oh, it's just, fantastic! Just yeah. um, Adrian Toomes trying to like just figuring it out, and it's very even though it's very obvious like filmmaking, it's still something that I really love, which is with the traffic light, where yeah. it's it's red and it turns green as soon as he figures it out. Yeah. Um, and then it's that moment of like when he leaves the car and it's like 
So I can go in here and just be be a be Peter Parker, you know. But then he knows that he's more than that, so he goes and be Spider Man. And it also does the building on top of him thing, and that's really good. I love that. That's sequence. my favorite. That's my favorite sequence slash scene in the film. For me, the building on top of him. Yeah. Um, well, for me, it is it is my favorite live action Spider Man film. So it's best movie ever. For me, I was going to say Unmissable. Um, not best movie ever because it's not my favorite one. But I'm happy to put it under the bracket of best movie ever because it is a it is a. A very very good film. It is um, top three MCU films for me. So <laughs> fair play, fair play. Um, and Civil War's not even in the top three for me. So that's fair. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it below Civil War in best movie ever. Yeah, because that is how I feel. I love that film so much. Um, but then again, after watching all of Totally Not Mark's reviews, I love all the Spider-Man films now. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up, we have Thor Ragnarok. Oh, it's it's. I I feel like putting it putting it in unmissable, even though it is my favorite Thor film. I'm going to completely agree, only because, and I want to maintain. I think Connor will agree with me on this. This is a this is a a bloody great film. It's funny. It's fresh. It takes Thor in a new direction. Um, it's the most interesting stuff they do with his character. Yeah, I just feel like like that and Infinity. Like everyone agree. I think everyone agrees. I mean, apart from people that don't like um, Taika Waititi for some reason. Um, but I think most MCU fans will agree that peak Thor is Ragnarok: Infinity War. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Actually, you know, peak I Thor think... is party Thor in um in the <laughs> in what if? <laughs> what. I feel I do feel like though if I watched this again, having watched it at the end of last year, I'd be worried that it, I don't know, feel a little burnt out on it. I think it I'm loses itself it on... a little bit towards the end. Yeah, a which is why it goes bit. unmissable for me because it's because I think it is very good. It is very fresh. There's just a couple of points where it tries a little bit too hard. I think but... what I think something that. Would just because let's. I mean, something to distinguish. We both agree that the villain in Civil War is like really good. Like a lot of people weren't happy with Baron Zemo for some reason, but I think he's he was perfect. He won. Oh, he's great. He's <laughs> like, so good. His plan and everything. Like uh, yeah, it's you can say it's a bit extravagant. Just but he like he wants to. He says he wants to topple an empire. Um, and he does. And he does. He destroys the Avengers. They, yep. Obviously, they all come together in Infinity War anyway, but like, well, not all Infinity War, but you know what I mean. They all people will start doing their things again, um, and then Homecoming has a top tier villain in the Vulture. Yeah, he's perfect for what that story needs. Um, Guys of the Galaxy and the Volume Two and Ragnarok sort of fall short with their villains. Yeah, I th- I expect I wanted. Bear in mind of who the of Hela and what she's like in the comics and and. And again, it's only because we obviously we kind of know stuff about the comics. That's why we say these things. But it just, yeah, it was. It's a little. She I, wasn't as uh, threatening as I wanted her to be. I loved her portrayal. I like. I thought because I mean, Kate Blanche is a great actress, but like, um, oh, without a doubt, yeah. So I loved the portrayal of the character. I just don't think the writing was great. Yeah, I'd agree um, with that. I also like. Um, what's his name? Is his name Scourge? Oh, he was so great. And his stuff. Behold, 
my stuff. <laughs> One of my favourite scenes in that, actually, just really quickly, is uh, when it's for uh, Banner and Valkyrie, and Loki's tied up, and they're talking about Loki's like, and he and he describes himself as a snake because he knows I hate snakes. Yeah. And then uh, that scene, it just I don't know why it just really makes me laugh whenever I see it. Um, yeah, I mean, and he's like, we were eight at the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I like, I like I like Thor Ragnarok a lot. I think it's really entertaining. Um, I really like what it does with Thor. Even though they undo a lot of it in Infinity War, I still like Infinity War Thor as well. I like Infinity War 4. I like Endgame 4. There it's you really, go. It's funny, it. because, it's funny because that in Infinity War, though, like in <laughs> in Ragnarok, he's like, I lost my eye and I lost my, my hammer. I can't be Thor anymore. And then they're just like, yeah, but your power's in you. It's not in your hammer yeah. or your eye. And he's like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. And then the next film, it's like, I need a new hammer. I need a new eye. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, no, so right. there goes character growth. <laughs> you're right. I, uh, Which is yeah, probably why Taika take... Waititi was like, oh, I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> just gonna... um, uh, yeah, hot take. Pre- precursor. I really like... Even though we're not there yet, I really like Endgame 4. I do. I, really like I don't 4. like the, the people think that he was completely meant to be a joke. It's like, no, there's jokes around it, but they're not making a joke of him specifically. They, yeah, they're using... Like, oh, sorry, I'll talk about this more when we get to that, but they're using the character of 4 to showcase like his kind of mental break and how I think you know he's going through grief and he blames himself and they use his character as a, as a key example of that and I think it's done really well. I think a lot of it does it, it is sort of framed as if it should be a joke. We'll get there when we talk about Endgame, but like it is sort of framed as a joke. But then they, yeah. when they do when they go really serious with it, it doesn't feel like a joke. So it's like that's why I think it's a healthy balance. Yeah. There's no like I mean, there's like, and like the little jokes, there's no one actually going like, oh, Thor, you're such a fat piece of shit and no one likes you because you're fat, you fat fuck. Like, no one says <laughs> that to him. I think the closest thing to a fat joke in that is um, when he says, you know what's causing through my veins and Rhodey says che- cheese whiz. Yeah. That's yeah, the closest yeah. thing to a joke about his weight. I then, like, I've, have... I, I, from what I remember, it is a three hour long movie. Yeah. But then exactly like you said, like, like they do play jokes around him. And then as soon as, like, for example... Uh, Hulk mentions Thanos. You see him like crumble and have a breakdown yeah. and be like, "Don't you mention that name?" Like almost, almost PTSD. Like, like he's 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 no, got that's it. Trauma. That is what it is. I mean, yeah. he has a full-on panic attack as well. So you know, yeah. So uh, yeah, sorry, we'll go back to that later. But yeah, I fucking that's probably my yeah. one of my favorites. Although yeah, I um, said Rhodey says that to him. Um, I mean, the scroll said it to him. <laughs> well, I read a report last night that apparently they are confirming it's he was taken after Falcon and Winter Soldier. After Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's going to change no, based it's on... Gonna it's going to change... No, it's going to change. I think I think they were right. I think... Because the, the creator himself said that they said that they told him to, like, have it so it maybe took place after Civil War. And then when people started pointing out but that makes no sense because of Infinity War and Endgame, they're like, actually, you know what? <laughs> You're kind of right. <laughs> yeah. Also, but, what happened um, to the scrolls during the snap? Answer me that question. Oh, don't say that. That'll fucking give me a headache. <laughs> um, I've been in enough of work this week already. I don't the need M- that. The MCU is a mess. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, full so Ragnarok. I'm, I'm happy with that. Below, below Guardians or above Guardians? Personally, I'm... I'd put it above. Oh, but... I was gonna say below. No, I'll just leave it how it is. I just think personally, I think it's because it's the because I think it's the best Thor film. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's fair. Like, that is, that's a good point. And whereas that Guardians of the Galaxy isn't even the best Guardians of the Galaxy film. No. Doesn't matter might, at the end of I the day. I might rewatch the third one today, actually. What comes next? Uh, it is Black Panther. Oh. 2018. I've actually got the, the vinyl soundtrack unopened. I've still not listened to it yet. Um, that was almost a I flex, mean, and then it wasn't because it's unopened. <laughs> Just like, okay, but then. I mean, I mean, I feel like this goes straight into best movie ever, right? That like this is this is one of my this is also with um, Homecoming one of my top three MCU films. It's 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 incredible. There's no there's not really a lot of words to to um, say about it. The the performances, especially from Chadwick Boseman, the score is is insane the score is incredible like I, I, um, I still I don't know if you've ever watched that video I always recommended to you about it I'm sure I have I'm so sure I watched it in work but I'll watch it again because I like those videos anyway but yeah it's it's there's not a lot of words that do it justice I think I think it's a very special film for a lot of people mm-hmm. um yeah best movie ever easily um I would put it at the top of best movie ever. Okay. I don't know about okay. you. I don't know if there's a... It probably wouldn't be my top at the moment. I wouldn't be able to start till the end, but for now I'm happy for it to be at the top. But Yeah, I love... I mean, I there's not there's not much that can be... I mean, it has another top-tier villain. <laughs> yeah. In, in Killmonger, who has, like, a a valid sort of, sort of like, ideology. He's just not, not maybe his actions aren't the greatest he's doing everything he's doing everything with a lot of anger and the fact is a lot of people point this out a lot of people say that like a lot of people use killmonger as the example for a villain who is justified until they're not but the point the fact of the matter is he isn't justified in what he's doing he's justified in what he thinks and he is probably one of the one of the only villains who actively changes the way that the hero sees things yeah because at the end of the story, um, T'Challa's like, "No, my, my, like our ancestors were wrong. We shouldn't have hidden from the oh, world. We should have been a yeah, part of that. the world." I love that scene between him and his dad in the um, I can never remember what they call it in the film. Um, but like the ancestral you know plane. What I'm about the ancestral plane, yeah. And he's literally like, "No, our ancestors were wrong. You were wrong. Exactly what you're talking about." And also the, I feel like you have an honorable mention should always go to. Um, Michael B. Jordan's last couple of lines when he's on the cliff face. The soundtrack, I know the score, the score track is called um, A King's Sunset, mm. and he's talking to T'Challa about like how his ancestors were in bondage. Um, yeah. And even now, like when I rewatched the film again last year, um, it still gave me goosebumps. I was still like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's because it's, it's an amazing movie. <laughs> so good. So bloody good. Yeah, best movie ever. This, yeah. Yep. Um, that brings us on to Avengers: Infinity War. <sighs> yeah, this is again. This is straight into best movie ever for me. This is a. This is. I, I will never forget the cinema experience for this in Endgame, but especially for this, with, yeah. um, especially when four arrives in Wakanda. Um, saying bring me Thanos that'll be that'll always be in my memory I think the story's great the way that it's, it's funny I love 
I love the I love Thor's arrival because it's like the hypest moment of the film. Yeah, like it's treated as that. It is literally literally treated as the biggest moment of the film, especially from like a soundtrack point of view. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah. like it's the oh shit, here we go. But uh, when he when that bring me Thanos line always takes me out of it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I hate that line. <laughs> I just think it's fair. a bad line. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> because then when he when he does get Thanos, it doesn't even kill him, right? <laughs> it's like come on, Thor. Yeah, Go for the head. Uh, but yeah, I do. I do, oh, yeah, that whole film, Josh Brolin as Thanos is is outstanding. Well, it's, it's got some of my sorry, it's got some of my favorite um, soundtrack pieces yeah. as well. Thanos is the lead character in that film. Oh yeah, it's his film. Like, That's it's his. It might as well just be watching. called. It might as well just be called Avengers Thanos, or just be called Thanos. No, I mean like, we say that like it's not. He's not like he's the protagonist, but it's his. His, it's his journey. It's his, yeah. like... And that's... I think that's a fantastic way to write a superhero film because then it becomes about the heroes having to stop the villain. Like... Yeah. And, like, we're actively... You know, we want the heroes... We're not rooting for Thanos at all. <laughs> but, think... like, it's his journey that we're following, even though we, do, we don't see how he gets two of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> yeah, I just want to quickly see... Um... Because one of my favourite tracks in it is uh, Porch from the end, um, which is great. But um, Forge is the one that ends with Thor's arrival. Yeah, that's not what I'm um, looking for. It's the I'm track not, where... I've, never, I've tried listening to the whole track loads of times, but it just it's so long. <laughs> uh, it I must s- be... I mean, like, it's yeah, either, the, it, the Avengers theme is good, but most of the other themes in the film are lost on me. It's either a small price or even for you. I think it's a small price, but it's the scene with uh, Gamora and Thanos, and it's a it's a motif that comes back in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Where oh, he, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the, with the cliff. The cliff throw, yeah. And cliff, it's, cliff it's such a good piece of music that really kind of helps emphasise in the film as well. I still remember... Um, both of our excitement at Red Skull's reappearance. Yes. And also, do you remember the thing I called before the film? The thing that I called? Not off the top of my head. It was so long ago. You don't remember what I said before the film that would uh, would that would be really funny if it happened, and then it did. No, currently I've only been, recently things that you've called that I've been uh, talking about to, especially to Maddie, is what we spoke about before Oppenheimer. Mm. But, <laughs> but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, okay. So, before the film, there's a certain, there was a, when we heard there was a certain actor in it, I said, I don't want this actor to be, like, voicing anybody or, like, playing a CGI character. I want them to be themselves, but a bigger version. Themselves, but a bigger Peter version. Dinklage. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, you I said I just want him to just look like Peter Dinklage, but he's bigger. Because we, I remember it was either on the bus to the station or on on the train, and I remember you saying it, and I remember me going, "That's not going to happen." And then I remember it coming in the film, looking at you and being like, "You're right, you know what?" <laughs> I was like, "Fair play." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. There wasn't even anything like, "Oh," because for, for ages nobody knew who he was playing. There was no like, "Oh, he could be playing this character." There was nothing, none of that. <laughs> And then he shows up in the film, and I'm like, "Fucking called it." It's Peter Dinklage playing a big oh. little guy. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, got great action sequences, especially all the stuff on Titan. Yep. 
I love how it, <laughs> how Captain America is essentially mute in this film. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he just yeah, doesn't 100%. say anything. This is the I think out of all of the films, it is the not 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 bad, but the worst version of Captain America just because he doesn't do say anything. Characterization is what I mean. Yeah, I like, agree with that. I think I think they they use him well, but he should have said more. <laughs> I wanted to learn more about him being nomad as opposed to just he turned up you get a throwaway line that he says nothing else until the last part of the film. Yeah. Um, I definitely prefer Cap in Endgame, Endgame as opposed to Infinity War. Like, 100%. Yeah. I think everyone does, to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, Thor is um, near top tier because I, th- I th- still think he would have been better if he-, he didn't need the axe or the eye. <laughs> True. Um, Spider-Man is alright. Yep. Has the, the most emotional scene of the film. Oh, easily. Uh, I, I also go. really, I really love the interactions with the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Especially just how, Max. just how, like how everybody, just how much they confuse everyone. <laughs> yeah, I loved like Tony Stark in that scene where he's just like, I'm really out of my depth there. <laughs> it's his face. It's the face that he pulls. Yeah, when he's just and when he's so like Mr. Lord, and he's like, "You can call, just call me Star Lord." <laughs> <laughs> uh, or when um, Doctor Strange is like, "What master do you serve?" And he's like, "What do you want me to say, Jesus?" <laughs> <laughs> that bit's also great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, best movie ever. Yep. Um, I'd put it under Black Panther personally, above the others. I wouldn't put it above I, Homecoming because I, because of how I feel about Homecoming, but because we put it at the bottom end of best movie. I ever. would, I would personally put it above under at the very top. Um, for me, I'll, I'll so, do it to satiate you. That's you. Two of my films that have fallen down the pecking order. Well, no, I'll let you decide. <laughs> no, it's Infinity War. It's got to go there, hasn't it? Yeah, it kind of does. Um, next up. We have <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. I almost said Quantumania. Well, not there yet. Um, I'm going to... Can I come straight out of the gate with this one? Don't be too mean. It's forgettable. For you, maybe. For me. Um, not necessarily it is bad. No, here's the thing. In the, by definition, it is pretty forgettable. <laughs> Couldn't tell um, you what happens in it. As a movie, it's just a movie. I actually quite like it. Like I don't think it's I mean, that... I don't think it's great... Um, but when I re I rewatched it because I wanted to recently, and I was like, you know what, it's all right, probably better Maybe. than the first one. I've only seen it once or twice, so I will give it another watch. So I'm happy to put it in just a movie. But I mean, the first one does some more bet some better Ant Man actual things, but um, there is still a lot of side stuff going on in this film, so that's pretty good. But everything's sort of bigger. If he hadn't been in Civil War and we hadn't got the Giant Man thing there, that would have been the selling point of the second one. Yeah. So it, that's why it for, sort of feels a bit diminished. But I didn't mind it. Um, okay. I would I, I would say, yeah, like, low-end just a movie. But I can put it in forgettable, because it is quite no, forgettable. I'm, I mean, I'm happy with low-end just a movie. Again, I've not rewatched it in a very long time, so maybe I might enjoy it more if I yeah. do an MCU rewatch soon, um, which is long overdue. So I, just like, I like it gives Evangeline Lily stuff to do as well. Yeah, 100%. The, but the villain is sort of nothing. We've got Wally Goggs in it as well. Forgot he was in it, and he's pretty fun when he's. 
Um, Lawrence Fishburne's in that. Fucking hell. Yeah, he is. He plays um, Bill Foster, which is the name of Michael Douglas's character in um, that film where he goes crazy. I completely forgot Lawrence Fishburne was in it. Yeah, he plays a character called Bill Foster, which is also the name of Michael Douglas's character in that film where he goes crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah. I thought, that's a fun fact. <laughs> it is a fun fact. What's that film called? Falling Down, that's it. Um, uh, next up is uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> Captain Marvel. I like um, it a lot. Um, I would probably put it in this is pretty good, actually. Just just because it isn't as bad as people make it out to be. Um, I like it a lot, though. But I'm, I would put it there. I've only seen it once. Because you twice. hate women, but yeah, okay, carry on. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I was going to put it in top end of just a movie, bottom end of this is pretty good, actually. Well, there's nothing only... in pretty good, actually, so... <laughs> uh, but it was only, it's only because... Um, Again, I've only seen it once, so I don't feel like I can say a lot about it because it was so long ago. Um, the negatives so about this film I never actually touched on by anybody on the internet. They just hate Brie Larson for some reason. Um, yeah, I don't get that. Uh, the The negatives of this film are it has no real directorial style um, and the yep. villain is meh. Like, but otherwise, it's a good story for that character. How And people are like, she's got no emotions. That's because the, she's constantly being told not to be so emotional. Like yeah. she's constant her whole like time with the Cree, she's been like, No, don't don't do that. Um, because when she gets emotional she uses her powers and they don't want her to use her powers. And yeah. then then afterwards she becomes more of a character. Um that is yeah. the point. That is literally the point of the film. Pretty much. <laughs> and there's Pretty a much. reason why it made a billion dollars. Um, but I'll put it in this pretty good actually even though I would personally feel I feel better about it but in terms of categories yeah uh, yeah. yeah. in terms of the categories we've got I wouldn't say it's unmissable but I think the people that like the film really like it people that don't just don't and then there's people that just maybe don't care yeah pretty much I think you've hit the nail on the head with that one Um, the next start we have Avengers Endgame which which I don't think is as good as Infinity War like <laughs> no, but I still I'd still put it up in best movie ever. No, yeah, I wasn't gonna say no. I'm gonna I, actually it's just a movie. Wow. No, no, of course it's in best movie ever because it's it's the culmination of everything and it's like epic and it has a lot of emotional catharsis for a lot of characters. Yeah, except for um, Black Widow who just dies. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, really, I have. I think really I think yeah I. I'd put it under Infinity War, um, but I do love it. I do absolutely love it. I'd put it under, well, all of them in Best Movie Ever, actually, personally. But, um, because obviously I would put, I would want, if I could order, if, if I could order these, these five, Yeah. it would be Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Infinity War, Civil War, Endgame. Very interesting. That's how I would order it. You say very interesting, like like I didn't already say Black Panther and Spider-Man Homecoming are top three for me. True. Mine would be... And the other one of the top three for me is Winter Soldier, so... Mine would be Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War, Black Panther, Spider-Man. That would be my ranking of the five. So we need to agree on a ranking. Yeah. 
well, so at the moment it's there. But anyway, and then Spider-Man Far From Home, I would put in this is pretty good, actually, personally. See, I'd put that in best movie ever, because that's one of my top five. Then we have to agree in the middle ground and put it in unmissable. Yeah, I'm fine. That's I think that's what we always agree. That's that, fine. That's that's definitely because like I don't I think, um, I liked the review that Totally Not Mark did, and it made me see more of the details that he was trying that like maybe the film was trying to get across. I just I don't like the setting, and I feel like it is one of the least Spider-Man Spider-Man films, apart from the that's moments. What... So it does some Spider-Man moments incredibly well, such as um. The, the um, spider sense sequence, spidey sense sequence, and also um, I think Mysterio is really well portrayed, and it's yeah. it's it is more the setting that takes me out of it. That's fair. And it just doesn't. I don't know. In those senses, it doesn't feel like a Spider-Man film. But after listening to that review, I now see more of the things where I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, no, it's, it's got a lot of good there. Just okay. I have my feelings. I don't think it's bad. That's fair. That's fair, mate. That's fair. And it's funny because when I first when I first saw it, I wanted to like, I was trying to find reasons to be like, yeah, no, it is good. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's good. I kept telling myself it is, and I was like, I don't think I enjoyed that as much as everyone else did. I was gonna say if you have to tell, if you have to kind of give yourself reasons or tell yourself, then it's it took it's me a while to sort of like much. to realize what it was. I didn't like what was what felt weird because it was like I enjoyed. Because I did, I enjoyed parts of it. Like I and like, I feel like it ends on a high note. But yeah. then, like, it took me a while to be like, "Oh wait, no, I don't think I liked all of that." <laughs> I just, I just remember truly loving it. Just, just absolutely <clears throat> coming out of the cinema buzzing. Um, yeah, I, I, I absolutely adore it. But um, it's not my favorite. Again, it's not, it's not my favorite of the three, but. Um, for me, it was best movie ever, so I'm happy. I'm happy to put it in unmissable, and me in the middle. You said a lot of things about how it makes you feel, but not why. <laughs> I can't really. I can't. I can't really explain it. I just. I just have a lot of fun with it. I just. It just really entertains me. It. There's not a specific. Reason. It's just. It's one of my feel-good kind of. If I want to stick a film on that I know I'll enjoy, I'll always stick that one on. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's 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 Phase Four. Three. Oh crikey! Is Black Widow not part of Phase Four? Phase Three. Phase Three. Sorry. Uh, no, because it came out a full two years after. Oh shit! Of course it did. Yeah. Well, no, it came out in twenty twenty actually. Right. No, it came out in 2021. Yeah, it's post-pandemic, yeah. yeah. Well, no, technically it was still pandemic. Yeah. Um, so what does that what does that rank our phase three in general? What's got the most in it? Best phase ever. Oh. Which it is. It just is. It is, <laughs> 100%, yeah. I think, I think it really... It took some big swings and it hit them. And I think... When you have films like Black Panther, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Civil War, um, Guardians, like that, start it off and start it off that strong. It was own. It, it's good that it kept the tra- trajectory, and then you got Infinity War and you got Endgame. And to be fair, they could have ended everything at Endgame. We all would have been. Oh, it would have been sad, but it would have still been a good ending. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, phase three is a very, very good phase. So this this is how it's uh, ordered at the moment. Just put an idea. The best movie ever. We've got Avengers: Infinity War, Black Panther, Avengers: Endgame, Civil War, and Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay. In Unmissable, we've got Thor: Ragnarok, Spider-Man: Far From Home, and Guardians: of The Galaxy Volume Two. Yep. In this is pretty good actually. We've got Captain Marvel. Yep. And in just the movie, we've got Doctor Strange, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Coolio, let's save that. Uh, that's our phase. We did it, Harry. We did it. Um, you can see somewhere. You can see how we sort of. This is one of the ones where we probably have a few more differing opinions in certain areas than the others. Yeah, exactly. But it's going to happen. No, I'm just saying that. I was just making that point. <laughs> oh. Like you know, um, for the listener to be like, yeah, because like in the other ones, I think we very much agreed on a lot of the placements. And this one, it's like if we were making them individually, it would probably look slightly different yeah I agree with that which is um, cool yeah but what we want to know is we want to know what you would rank phase 3 and we want to know what you thought of our ranking do you agree with it you might disagree with it you might have a completely different ranking of your own we would love to know um, you can find us at 2 random nerds on Instagram um, that's where you'll find kind of everything everything else there just but, go there um, and then you'll find like we said everything so. yeah so please like the page message us on Instagram be like listen to this episode here's my ranking and you never know maybe we'll read it out because you know we'd love to hear from you um yeah 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 um, yeah so I have been Connor and that has been Harry and you've listened to us so thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the flip side <laughs>